You're listening to the Real Estate Runway Podcast, powered by Quattro Capital, where we are all about alternative business and investment strategies to help you amplify life and maximize wealth. Here's your host, the recovering engineer turned multifamily investor, Chad Sutton. All right, everyone, we have a wonderful guest coming on the show today, Miss Anna Kelly. She is a two-cycle investor, right? She's been playing in real estate for the better part of 20 years. She looks very, very young, incredible, so I can't believe she's been doing it that long. But she just has the most eloquent way to talk about impact investing. And, and, you know, it's very easy for us to draw a line of, hey, I invest this much money in an apartment unit and I get this much money in rent, right? That's direct ROI. She talks about the intangibles, about how do you actually invest in people and just show kindness and help people when they need it. And you generate a more efficient business. You, you reduce vacancy, you reduce delinquency, and you just build a community of loyal residents who want to stay and do everything they can to spread the word about your community. I cannot wait for you to get engaged here with Miss Anna Kelly. Here we go. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Runway Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Sutton, and I'm joined with me today by an amazing, amazing guest, fantastic individual who Quattro Capital has had the honor of meeting and talking with on numerous occasions, Miss Anna Kelly. Anna is an impact investor, investing for meaningful impact, y'all. She's a multifamily operator with over $170 million in multifamily and vacation rental properties, so she's got the experience. And you know what? She really loves to give back. She's a real estate mentor, a speaker, and author. Like, what does this woman not have? Anna, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm so good. So honored to be here and ready for our conversation and excited about it. Hey, the honor is all ours. Real Estate Runway and Quattro Capital are so excited to be having this conversation today. I want to hear about you, Anna. So, I mean, I know about you, but the listeners don't. Help us understand how you got to the point you did today and what your journey has been like before we get into some of the meat of the episode. Yeah. You know, I have got about 25 years there of stuff to kind of string along the way that, you know, it looks like sometimes we're overnight successes. And for most companies and most overnight successes, it's been a long time coming, right? So I had a very humble beginning. And part of what makes me so passionate about impact investing is I was raised in Section 8 housing in Texas and not too far from Aaron. And so, you know, I really didn't have anybody, Chad, to show me anything about money or financial literacy, much less investing and creating wealth. It was really about survival. And so I went down this path of just looking to escape poverty and did that the way that we're taught to do, you know, get a good degree, get a good job, climb up the corporate ladder, work hard. And in, you know, 45 years, you'll be able to retire and live the life you've imagined when you're old and gray. Right. And so that was what I bought into. And I started out, I worked for Bank of America in their private banking department. So I started learning about investments. I was very blessed to land that job and really for the first time, learn about and think about money and what to do with money once you had wealth. Wealth. There was nobody that taught me how do you create wealth and how do you budget and how do you master money. But I knew once I had it, I would know what to do with it. And so I'm thankful for kind of that background. 
And what really got me into thinking about real estate, Chad, was I had my first baby. That first baby just started college. So this was 18 years ago. And when I had that baby, all my drive to move up the corporate ladder and be super successful in the corporate world completely took a backseat to just wanting to be a good mama and be home. And I knew at that point that my husband had a high six-figure school loan. He was just coming out of college. And I knew that I had to figure out a way to replace my six-figure income and to allow me to be home with my baby. And that really started me on the path of real estate investing. Started investing in multifamily, small multifamily properties in 2007 in central Pennsylvania. Lived through an economic crash, the Great Recession, where we you know, almost lost everything. Learned resilience and grit and determination. And that I just still had that compelling vision to be home with my kiddo, to create financial freedom. And it was years of buying one rental at a time, four unit apartment buildings, not too sexy, but they cash flowed well and they were readily available for people that didn't have money. Right. And I started buying four unit apartment buildings to create financial freedom. And once I did that, once I created the six figure income passively and created a, a couple million dollar net worth at that point, I knew that I had been through enough and had enough experience that it was time to start scaling and to buying bigger properties with more people. So I started doing joint ventures of, you know, 70 unit apartment buildings, 30 unit apartment buildings, 90 unit apartment buildings, a lot like, you know, the smaller deals that you guys got started with. And then once I did those deals, I said, okay, now I can take on the bigger deals. And since then I've syndicated, you know, multiple large apartment buildings in a couple of different states. We're in three states and some luxury high-end vacation rentals, which I really love as well. So very blessed that I stayed with it played the long game. And now, you know, I'm really reaping the rewards as, as somebody who's financially free, really living my greater purpose. And now I get to give back all day and do deals with really great people that make an impact on other people's lives. So it's, it's really been an incredible journey. I'm very thankful for every day. I am so impressed. You got all that into a couple of minutes. That, that, that is so much to talk about right there. And what I love about it, you're right, right? We have a saying here in Nashville, Tennessee, music city of the country. It takes 10 years to become an overnight success, right? You see these musicians who they hit what you would say is a one hit wonder. That's what that's all people see. They, they look at you once you've made it big. But what they don't see is that 25 years of when the idea of inception happened when your first baby was born, right? And all of a sudden priorities were realigned. And then you progress down the path of how do I do it? You know, and you have some bumps along the way. It wasn't easy, was it? No, no. (laughs) At all. Not complicated, but hard for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I can segue a little bit here before we get into impact investing, because that's really what I want to spend more of our, most of our time on. You're one of those rare birds who got in just before the Great Recession. And now you have seen two cycles effectively, because depending on who's counting, the pandemic has quote unquote been a version of a cycle, depending how you look at it, right? There's been a bit of a downturn there. What are some things that helped you get through that? Like, how, how did you, you said you almost lost everything but you didn't. Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades in my book. So how did you not lose everything? You know, I didn't have 
a lot. In 2007, we had sold everything we had in Houston. We had a nice home and we had flipped a property and we sold that. And But we moved from a really nice home to moving in with my in-laws at the in 2007 to start a business and say, you know, AIG at the time who I worked for gave me a three-month trial work from home. They're like, no one works from home, but we'll let you try it for three months. And so I thought, well, I'll probably lose my job after three months because they weren't really happy about letting me do it. You know, now we're in an era 14 years later where everybody works from home, but back then they didn't. And so, you know, then I just thought, let's be safe. And so we bought a building instead of leasing it, you know, for my husband's practice and we house hacked a four unit. So that's what I owned. I owned a four unit building that we practiced out of a four unit building that we lived in and house hacked, but we had $700,000 in business startup debt with the building and about 300,000 in, in small business and equipment loans. And so we gave up all of our cash to start that business, but we had hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. And at some point I was just like, we're in so much debt. We're just going to go bankrupt. Like, but what I realized, Chad, is you know my company, AIG, was in the news every day. I was threatened that I was going to lose my job every day. I lost two-thirds of my 401k in about a week because I was heavily invested in financial stocks. Thought I knew everything. Thought I was smart when it came to AIG and financial stocks and equities and things like that. And I realized that it was what I didn't know that was going to hurt me. But at some point, I didn't have a lot to lose. I just had a lot, a lot of debt. But it's really, I'm so thankful for that that economic crash because it made me realize that the only thing that was going well was my investment properties. Rents kept coming in. You know, they were easy to operate. Tenants still wanted a place to live. And I knew at that moment, if I could just get more, I would do well. But that recession's what taught me to truly become a student of the economy. I was a student of investments. I worked with ultra uber high net worth individuals on investment sure. products to, to help them expand and preserve their wealth. But I didn't know how the financial system worked, how mortgage system was so intertwined with the stocks of companies and how they were shorting, you know, mortgage-backed securities. And I learned to become a student of economics. And what I'm thankful for is going through that hard time taught me to mitigate risk better and to kind of see risk and make better risk-adjusted investment decisions. So at the end of 2019, before the pandemic hit, I noticed we were in the longest expansion period since Abraham Lincoln was in office. And I knew we were due for a correction and a downturn. I really thought we were heading toward recession. I didn't know when exactly, but I started to sell some properties and to get really liquid so that I could weather this time if we had another big recession, I could have enough cash to weather it and not be so afraid to lose everything like I was in 09. And that served me really well when the pandemic did hit because I was a liquid enough that I didn't make moves in desperation. Mm. I was able to make some very measured, calculated moves to wisely navigate the pandemic. So it's made me a much better investor and a much better person who sees risks, mitigates it, and, and can still move forward confidently knowing that I've mitigated everything that I can and that there's still things that could happen that may derail us. Right, right. I love all of that. And I had a, when I heard you say that in your bio, I had a sneaky suspicion that the real estate probably did okay in the rental section. So I wanted to hear you say it. But the two distinctions I took from that, one of them is 
yes, if you're highly leveraged in debt, right, a recession can be a bad thing if what you leverage to, for that debt does not do well, of course, right? So that that's always the risk. And so I love that you mentioned that really, you know, having cash is king in a recession, right? Having cash, and that's easier said than done. So very, very wise piece of information there. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you for letting me segue on that for just a minute, Anna. I'd love to get into the meat of this episode now. And really, you are one of the people out there who is first and foremost known as an impact investor. I'd really love for you to just take us on a journey because Quattro so buys into that. It's part of our four pillars, people, property, profit, and philanthropy. You know, but you you just embody this. And how what is an impact investor and how can it increase your ROI, NOI, and returns just by being good to people? Let's talk about that. Yeah, it's amazing. So impact investing to me came again from just a place of compassion, right? Because there are investors that go, oh, great, you create an impact. Sure, great. Yeah, we like to have community events too. We do movie nights in our apartments. And I'm like, okay, you know, you're having fun for your residents, but it's not really that impact. And sometimes the impact, the passion for that comes from experience and compassion, right? And growing up in Section 8 housing and working with inner city youth in Texas for years and going on missions trips where we worked with really extreme poverty in Russia and orphanages that had a level of poverty that I never knew or saw even being, you know, poor in America gave me this heart from a very young age to say I want to impact people that are the least of these. I want to teach them to have hope, right? Have hope and faith that things are going to be okay, confidence in themselves that they can get out of the cycle of poverty and teach them the tools, teach them to fish, not give them fish, but teach them to fish so that they can get out of their situation and move forward into the life of purpose that they're designed to do. And so I always knew I wanted to make an impact. And I started out just doing it in small ways. You have a pandemic and you have people that are struggling and you need them to pay rent but you care about them and you want to be able to help them to do things like, let me show you and print out the unemployment paperwork and show you how to fill it out. Or let me show you how to go get a PPP loan for your landscaping business so that you can get ahead. And let me put you on a small payment plan to let you pay us slowly until you get ahead. Or that single mom that can't pay rent because she tells you she just had a baby and she can't pay for diapers show up and buy her a pack of diapers and give her a card and a hug and tell her, you know, you can, you can pay me a couple weeks late. When you are good to people, what you find is that everything else works out. They remember and the tenants are more committed to you because they know that you care. And then when things do happen, like a lost job or a pandemic, they're faithful to pay because they know you care and they want to live in a community of people that care about each other, they'll tell other tenants about you. Other really good tenants move in and you minimize the attrition. You minimize the people moving out because they know they're in a community that cares about them. And what that does is it makes vacancies go way down. It makes collection losses go down and it builds goodwill in the community where you're now the apartment that everybody wants to live in instead of the one that everybody's leaving. So you're doing right by really caring about people. And what I have found is that when you're good to people, God blesses you in return. And the numbers just do better 
you think, oh, I I can't afford to give up a unit or I can't afford to give up $10,000 a year to financial literacy programs for my tenants. But when you do that and you build it into your business plan, it actually can be something that juices your ROI because of the impact that it creates and makes you a better operator, creates stronger returns for yourself and your investors while you're really doing well by the people that you're investing in. And to me, that's the perfect investment. Wow. We, we could just mic drop right there and in the episode, and that would be some some of the best content I think we've ever put on this show. And so many pieces of wisdom there, because in the world today, whatever you want to look at it like, whatever you put off, you receive. You know, if, if you're looking for something, you have to give it off and it will come back to you, right? And when you put off goodwill like that to people, for example, you hit one right on the head and, and it's very raw in a lot of people's minds right now because a lot of our listeners are active owners, right? Pandemic hit, some people stopped paying rent. Well, guess what? If you were adversarial with those residents, they probably became adversarial with you. Right. Whereas I'm speaking specifically on some of our Atlanta and Knoxville properties where we had a little more trouble. We had to be proactive. We had to to knock on everyone's door and saying, hey, I hope you're being safe. Here's the guidelines from the CDC. You know, make sure you're doing X, Y, Z. By the way, you know, if you're truly having trouble, here's a form, prove it to us, you know, and we'll work with you. Right. We're not in the business of, you know, when flat screen TV showed up at the dumpster after stimulus checks, that was a different story. But for those who truly were just needing, a hand or, or a, a moment to breathe, you let them breathe. And I, they came back with so much success and, and, and fixed the problem they were having, right? When you just give them a little bit of help. And that's just the monetary side. Have you heard about the Multifamily Investor Nation Summit coming up on January 20th? If you've never been, it's a three-day information-packed event for multifamily investors with over 1,000 attendees and over 50 speakers. Not only will you hear from experts about finding deals, raising capital, underwriting strategies, selecting markets, and so much more, but this year, our partners here at Quattro Capital are excited to be participating with three speakers at the event. Our amazing Kim Winland will be speaking on the often neglected subject of asset management, how to make the machine hum, while our most interesting man in real estate, Maurice Philogene, will be speaking on how to leave your corporate job for a freedom lifestyle. I personally will even be speaking on the topic of how to perform due diligence on multifamily assets before you purchase them and the not so common things to watch out for. Go to MFINsummit.com to grab your ticket and use promo code Quattro to get $100 off of your full access pass. Whether you are new to multifamily investing or a seasoned investor, you do not want to miss this event. Join Team Quattro at the Multifamily Investor Nation Summit. Visit MFINsummit.com, promo code Quattro. That's MFINsummit.com, promo code Quattro. I'm a numbers guy. It's very easy to say, I'm going to go spend this much money on a unit and I'm going to get this much in rent. That is a direct ROI connection, right? What are some other ways that, that you've figured out how to just exude goodness into the world and actually see it juice your ROI as well. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a fascinating concept and you have to open your mind to think about it that way, right? Yes. I think as investors, when you really want something, you learn to get creative to figure out how to do it, right? And so there may be times, you know, early on when I started out, I needed every tenant to pay rent every single month or I chance not being able to make my mortgage payment or pay the taxes, right? So when you don't have a lot, you're really desperate for everybody to pay, right? And when we get started, we don't build in enough for vacancy losses and credit losses. And we just 
think, oh, we'll build it into our underwriting, but it's never going to happen, right? I'm always going to have 2% vacant and everybody's going to pay. And it doesn't really happen like that, especially in a pandemic. But one of the things that I asked myself early on was, I don't have to wait till I have hundreds of units to impact my community and my tenants. So what can I do? It needs to be a goal. Just like I have a financial goal and in my asset management calls, I need to say, you know, where are our leases and how many people are not going to renew and where are you on traffic? Where are you on impact? What are you doing this quarter to impact our residents, right? Make it a line item that you're looking at, one of your KPIs. And it doesn't always have to be some big earth-shattering expensive thing. I'll give you an example. I'm not a general partner in this investment, but I'm a limited partner in an investment in Irving, Texas with another group where our core values are aligned and they are all about about impact investing. And our community, this apartment complex, it's a C, C to C minus type of property in a C plus to B minus area. And it's lower income residents. And what they did is all of us past investors, they sent an email out and said, hey, we're going to partner with a children's hunger fund who's going to bring backpacks for all of our kids. They want to pour into an apartment and we're welcoming them to adopt our complex, come in, buy them backpacks. Will you as investors pay for and buy school supplies to put in the backpacks? Will you send us little Bible verses to put on their bookmarks to encourage the kids and let them know that God loves them? Like just those small little things, Chad, they don't need a huge line item on the ROI. But if I tell my property managers, impacting this community is important to me, why don't you reach out to the other local organizations like Children's Hunger Fund or like a local church or a local food bank and see if they'll adopt our complex and come do an event like the backpack school drive. So that's just one small example where we pour into the lives of those kids. And during a pandemic, when their parents are having to try to work two jobs to make ends meet and their kids are latchkey and at home by themselves, to have an organization that'll bring them a free sack lunch every day, those kind of things make those mamas who they're heartbroken that they have to leave their babies at home. They can't go to school and they're working two jobs to make ends meet, but they know that their kids are safe in our community. They're paying rent. They're getting their stimulus checks and they're paying rent because they want to stay in that community. They don't want to get evicted and move somewhere where people don't care. So that's just a small example of when I saw that as a passive investor, I said, okay, I need to adopt that one small thing in all the complexes that I buy. And if it's an upper end complex, maybe it's not backpacks for kids. Maybe it's help with writing resumes so that you can get better jobs when you have mass layoffs. You know, there's all kinds of things that we can do where if we partner with the community, it doesn't require us doing all the work and spending all the time and money to create that impact. Wow. That's just amazing. And what you did, you just reminded me of a similar story that I heard from one of our management groups the other day. You know, we had taken over a property, a small one from a large group, a submarket of Nashville. And there was this poor woman handicapped who had been, she'd been waiting for an apartment and they put her on a second story apartment. 
in a wheelchair. She had to scoot up and down the stairs every day to get out and go to work and quit paying. She quit paying rent when, when the pandemic happened because A, she's frustrated, right? And, and feels like no one cares about her. First thing we did, as soon as we discovered that, we had no idea. As soon as we discovered that about the first month of ownership, we arranged and actually funded moving her to a downstairs apartment, relocated someone else. You want to talk about a happy resident, someone who's singing our praises and who just appreciates that we care. You know, it's not hard to care, guys. It doesn't take money to care, right? I mean, it's just, wow, fantastic. Well, Anna, this has been, I mean, you know, mic drop moment right and left. This is just impact investing at its best. I so appreciate you coming on. Before I let you go, you have to go through the Quattro Trio, three little questions that we ask everyone who comes on the show. Okay. Sounds great. All right. So the first one is what is your superpower as it relates to your business? My superpower is that the impact comes first. The numbers come second. And when you put both of them in their proper order, people over profits, the profits come and everything else falls in place. Truly. Fantastic. And the next part is we we just listened to so many ways that you're awesome, but I need a little bit of dirt. Tell me what your biggest failure is and what it taught you. Uh, My biggest failure was 2009, thinking that I was smarter than other people going into a lot of debt to start a business when most businesses fail in the first year to five years. I called in to Dave Ramsey, you know, the one that says, get out of debt. And I called in after seven years of living on beans and rice and paying off my husband's school loan. And we called and said, we're debt free, but we want to go into debt to start a business. And he said, don't do it. You'll lose everything. And I was like, he, he's good for the beginners, but I work for a financial firm and you got to go into debt to, to start a business. And I thought that I was smarter than Dave Ramsey, thought I was smarter than a lot of others who statistically didn't do well. And my husband and I, I kind of pushed him into starting a business. He's not an entrepreneur. And I pushed him to become an entrepreneur because I was desperate to be home with my kids, went into $700,000 of debt at the height of the economy. And because of that, it took me many more years to struggle and get out from under that debt to create financial freedom than it would have if I had listened to the wisdom of others that came before me. Wow. If you guys are listening to this at home, stop, rewind about 15 seconds and listen to that again, because that is, you can't get that advice anywhere else. Thank you for that. All right. You, I've got to brag on you a little bit. You are a four times Amazon number one bestseller on a certain book. What is it called and where can we find it? I guess Amazon. Great. (laughs) So my, my most recent book is called Bringing Value, Solving Problems and Leaving a Legacy. And I really talk in there with a group of other authors about really investing for meaningful impact, investing for a greater purpose than that's beyond yourself. And when you invest to leave a legacy in the lives of other people, it makes every day a joy to wake up. And so I'm happy to give any of your listeners and send them a free signed copy. If you would like, you can just email me at info at reimom.com. And I'm happy to provide that for you and your listeners. Fantastic. Thank you for that. And listeners, that will be in the show notes. So just scroll down and you'll find info at reimom.com down there. And last but not least, certainly not least, one of Quattro's four pillars is philanthropy. Tell us what philanthropy you primarily support and what our listeners can support on your behalf. 
Awesome. Yeah, primarily I'm involved in supporting missionaries all over the world that really want to bring the love of God into people and and just pour into them and in tangible ways as well. And one of those is called Hope for Youth. So Hope for Youth, um, hopeforyouth.org is an inner city youth organization that's in Houston, Texas, that I worked with for many, many years, impacting the lives of inner city kids and really giving them hope, hope for youth that they can get out of really difficult environments that they can create their own path and the tangible lives that I've seen changed. You know, students become doctors and real estate investors and really successful people who are going back and now working for Hope for Youth and pouring into the lives of others in turn is really a phenomenal organization, one that I've been involved with that's been close to my heart for over 20 years. So anyone that's looking for a great organization to pour into that really does make that kind of impact day in and day out, I'd encourage you to visit hopeforyouth.org. Fantastic. You know, you really can't put a value on helping children because they they can't help the hand they were dealt sometimes, right? A lot of, you could argue adults have made their decisions, you know, and had a chance, but children, they have the cards they were dealt and any hand up that you can give a child will, will only make our world a better place. Thank you for that so much, Anna. This has been a hugely impactful episode, especially on the concept of impact investing. Like I, I don't think we've had better verbiage on that concept to date. So I really appreciate you. How can our listeners get in touch with you if they choose to do so? Thank you so much, Chad. So you can follow me on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram at Anna REI Mom Kelly. And my website is greaterpurposecapital.com where you can learn about syndications and projects where we go in to invest for meaningful impact. Fantastic. Well, thank you for being on the show. Everyone, this has been a super impactful episode of the Real Estate Runway podcast. Until next time, I'm your host, Chad Sutton, over and out. How is your company managing your capital raising process? Syndication Pro is the number one solution to help real estate syndicators and fund managers automate fundraising, investor relations, and reporting. Syndication Pro is a solution that is trusted by hundreds of firms, large and small, with billions being managed within the platform. Here at Quattro Capital, we have seen a drastic improvement in our ability to provide better customer support to our investors, a co-sponsor module to our alliance partners when partnering on new acquisitions, ACH distributions, an SEC compliance CRM, and even the ability to take soft reservations on upcoming projects. Look for the link in the show notes to try Syndication Pro risk-free for seven days. We hope this episode was insightful and brought value to your day. If so, please be awesome and leave us a five-star review. Find out how Team Quattro can help you at thequattroway.com. Until next time, this is the Real Estate Runway Podcast.